0: change is inevitable so it's never too late to make a difference as an individual because we gotta do that to become better as a whole all for one and one for all
1: good afternoon Wolfpack. how the fuck are we doing today i uh Pretty proud of myself. I got everybody tagged within that 30 seconds that uh that uh the intro song was playing. So I'm making I'm making I'm making progress. All right, we're gonna get into today. How was your guys' week? How was your guys' uh weekend? Mine, mine uh I tried to do it live yesterday for the podcast listeners. Um wanna explain. What the hell's been going on and haven't been uh, uploading some some podcasts for you been doing the lives. But for some reason, it's program I'm using is not or was not uploading the podcast like it should be. So I got to go back and refix all of that. uh, See what the hell's going on. So. But with that being said, I did try to do a live yesterday <laughs> and right in the middle of the live as I was getting going from the beginning, I had pigs escaping, uh, pigs escaping their pen and they should have not have been. And the babysitting kids were playing out in the yard. Hold on. I'm doing a quick mic check. All right. We're good. But pigs escaping so i had to go take care of that and that turned into an all day friggin' project i didn't get it done until i think i quit about like 7 seven ish when it got dark and i could no longer be out there uh i wish i would have just went out there and pressed on with the headlamp because i only had a little bit more to go i was like oh, i'll just wait till tomorrow well well uh it's raining and it's cold outside today Hopefully by the time I'm done with this live, the rain will stop and I can get out there. So uh check in checking stuff, checking stuff, make sure everything's working correctly. But we have um few things to talk about. We're gonna go through a uh about a five-six minute video from Jocko Willink. Uh this, I want to give credit where credit is due from one of the pack members, had posted a meme um and tagged me in it, you know, and it was Jocko, you know, giving this this same speech. Well, instead of me reading it today, uh, I I wanted to go ahead and just share share the video because he explains it a lot better than I do. So <laughs> we're gonna get into that. And then we're going to talk a little bit about rewiring your brain,
2: changing your mindset. Uh difference between Hold on. I got to I got to look for it. What was it?
1: Perspective and perseverance. I'm going to give the definition of those and then we're going to talk about something that one of the group members, the one of the pack members have gone or was going through this past weekend and I had, uh, our, uh, uh, moderator Becky reached out to me about something else. And then kind of said, Hey, you know, have you heard from this certain group member here lately? Because they usually post a lot in the group and on their personal page. And they haven't really posted anything here lately. So, so uh, I reached out, come find out. You know, a few things was going on in this group, pack member's life, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today, and it all it all wraps in together. But first, we're gonna get started with good old good old Jocko Willink. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the last name right, but he talks about his the um, his viewpoint on when things are going wrong and when things are messing up. It reminds me of the uh the 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 famous quote by Mike Tyson that everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth.
2: <laughs> so let's get into Jocko's Jocko's little speech here he's got going on. Good. How do I deal with setbacks, failures,
3: delays, defeats, or other disasters? I actually have a fairly simple way of dealing with these situations summed up in one word. Good. This is something that one of my direct subordinates, one of the guys who worked for me, a guy who became one of my best friends, pointed out. He'd pull me aside with some major problem or some issue that was going on, and he'd say, boss, we got this thing, this situation, and it's going terribly wrong. I would look at him, and I'd say, good. Then finally, one day he was telling me about something that was going off the rails, and as soon as he finished explaining it to me, he said, I already know what you're going to say. And I asked, what am I going to say? And he said, you're going to say good. Good. And he continued, that's what you always say. When something is wrong or going bad, you just look at me and say, good. And I say, well, I mean it. Because that is how I operate. So I explained to him that when things are going bad, there's going to be some good that will come from it. Oh, mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted good. We can keep it simple didn't get promoted good more time to get better Didn't get funded good. We own more of the company didn't get the job. You wanted good go out gain more experience build a better resume got injured good Needed a break from training Got tapped out good. It's better to tap out in training than to tap out on the street got beat good we learned. Unexpected problems, good. We have an opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out, don't get startled, don't get frustrated. No. Just look at the issue and say, good. Now, I don't mean to say something trite. I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Smiley Positive Guy. That guy ignores the hard truth. That guy thinks a positive attitude will solve problems. It won't. But neither will dwelling on the problem. No. Accept reality. But focus on the solution. Take that issue. Take that setback. Take that problem and turn it into something good. Go forward. And... If you are part of a team, that attitude will spread throughout. And finally, if you can say the word good, then guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, that means you've still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage
2: and go out on the attack good so that was uh that was i
1: want to thank pack member heather for bringing that to my attention um she definitely deserves a good old wolf pack how give it to her guys Now she posted that the other day, and it might even have been yesterday. Uh, had so much going on, my, my brain is uh, trying to catch up. But she posted that and tagged me in it, and it was basically, you know the transcript, the words to go along with that. And I read it all, and I was like, "Yeah, like, I was like, uh, that's amazing." I'm, and then after thinking about it for a few hours. Because it stuck in my brain, I was like i've heard that before like who who's that from? And then I remembered I'd heard Jocko talking about that, and simply at more or simply put, as he says in there that I try to say all the time is you know, stop thinking about the problem and thinking about the solution. stop dwelling on what is going on with you and what is happening to you and think about what is this trying to teach me? How do I overcome this? How do I get past this? How do I, you know, how do I learn from this? How do I grow from this? All these different things that you, if you can think, sit down and think of these answers and stop focusing on the problem, that you're having in your life right now, whatever it is, you know, like he says, you know, you lost your job. Good. That means you can go out there and find a better job. You go out there and go to maybe a company that, um, that values you more, that pays more, that gives you, you know, more time for you to do what you're trying to do. You know, you, you lost your job. Good. Maybe that was, you know, maybe that was the, the push you needed for you to start your own business. Come up with your own new idea. Do whatever you want to do. Because, and, and then that was a good thing. But you turned a, you know, uh, something that happened to your life, a tragedy and a triumph. Talked about that a lot here lately. And it all goes into changing your mindset. Changing your mindset and understanding that you can't be stuck in this cycle to where you only focus on the bad things that are going on in your life. You got to be grateful for the things that are, that are going good in your life. The things that, you know, even though something bad may happen, what is that trying to teach you? What is that, what is that trying to get through to you? Changing your mindset and rewiring your brain to look for the positives instead of only focus on the negatives I said that I don't know how many times of you know, uh, turn your negatives into positives. Don't let your, don't let your, um, speed bumps turn into a stop sign. Don't, you know, don't let something little in your life or even big in your life, stop you from living your life and going down the path that you were trying to go. Uh, there's, some. Um, there's there's a lot to talk about this one today. I don't know how mu how long I'm gonna be on today. I'm probably gonna try and keep it short because I still got farm shit and we gotta winterize the house, which should have been done this past week when it was real nice. Uh but yeah, thanks. Hey, like like Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. So one of the things, you know, I do want to talk about is we went on a little mini vacation uh this couple days ago. Wait, hold on, what is today? Wednesday, correct? yep, Wednesday, so we went on a little mini vacation on Monday, didn't start planning it until Saturday uh it was it was a spur of the moment thing, like it it just oh no, no, I'm sorry, we didn't start planning it until Sunday. So it was it was definitely a spur of the moment thing and we went hiking. We went down to Hocking Hills. If you're not from Ohio, Hocking Hills is a beautiful big ass nature park that, you know, that has um tons of stuff to do to see. It's it's one of my favorite places to go hiking. I haven't been there uh
2: the first time I went there was probably about 6 years ago. And being able to go back there
1: and seeing it in a new light, that was um, actually where I found my, my love for hiking. That was, you know, the, probably the very first hiking nature trail that, uh, that I ever done. So, and that all started, you know, six years ago and to go back and just remember everything that I have been through in the past six years and sit there and, you know, think while I'm, while I'm hiking of remembering, you know, I was in a different mindset in a different place, uh, a different re- relationship, a different spot in my life back then to where I am now and being in, you know, being in the, the, the relationship that I am now, that's so much better. Being in, you know, the mindset that I am now, that's so much better. It's just all the differences and everything that has caught up with me um, during this hike that we went on on Monday. That it just was kind of mind-blowing to me.
2: It was, it was something that I just, you know, couldn't, couldn't understand of how
1: much progress that I have made in life in just a short time frame in six years. And going back to the original place that I found my love for hiking when I went on my very first, you know, actual real hiking trip was just mind-blowing to me. Was was gave me gave me a new perspective on on life. And it was like, you know, in six years that it just So many things have changed. So many things have changed. So going back to that as a different person with a different mindset, a new outlook on life, you know, friggin' all this stuff that I am now and remembering who I was back then and how I was and just, you know, the life I lived and and, and the partner I had all, all of that, like, it's just, Trying to ma- wrap your brain around it was mind-boggling at first. You know, the entire time it was like, you know, I kept thinking about so many different things that have happened in these past six years that l- have led me to where I am now. And it's, it's it's amazing.
2: It's 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 amazing when you sit back and think about that kind of stuff. So I want to get into. Them.
1: Should have done this at the beginning, trying to get back into the groove of things that, you know, even though it's only a few day break, you know, friggin' uh, my mindset's not in the same spot, but I want to talk about, you know, these two things. I should have said this, like I said, in the beginning, but perspective perspective means, cause I had, I had to look at, I I knew these words and I knew, you know, freaking uh, uh, I knew what they meant. But I wanted the definition of them. Like I wanted to make sure I was using the right words because I hate when people do that. I hate when people use words that, you know, you you got fancy people that'll fucking use fancy ass words and then they don't even know what they mean. And then you'll ask them, you know, fucking somebody like me, like you know, using those big fancy fucking college words around me pisses me off because I'm like, I, I was like, what 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 was that? You know, what was word was that? What does that mean? And they're like, you know, they'll laugh at you, or they're, you know, they'll make fun of, oh, you, you don't know what the fuck that means, you know, oh, you, you're, you're dumb. Why don't, why don't you fuck it? Why don't you look it up? And I'm like, well, why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me what the fuck it means? You know, friggin', you know, we're sitting here talking about it. You use the word. I don't think you know what that means. I don't think you actually know what it means because you can't even teach me somebody that doesn't know that word what the hell that word actually means. And I don't think you used it right. And nine times out ten you know fucking you know eventually the argument or the the, the debate whatever the fuck you want to call it conversation will lead into figuring one of us looking it up or me looking it up because that person had no fucking clue what the hell they were talking about but anyways perspective perspective means a particular attitude towards or a way of regarding something a point of view so perspective is basically a point of view. You know, you have your we all have different perspectives of how things happen in our lives and and uh you know, two people can have the <clears throat> uh same perspective in the same or, or have a different perspective of how how something happened in the same situation. And the next one is perseverance means persistence and doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. So, why did I want to bring this up today? Why did I use these two words? Well, perspective, a particular attitude towards or a way of regarding something, a point of view. That one is a big one for today because the little story I'm about to tell you about a PAC member that I spoke of earlier and, you know, the few things that have been going on in my life. So I am once again evaluating and evolving, evaluating myself and evolving and evaluating the situation that I'm in and the things I want to do in my life. And the dreams that I have, I'm evolving from it. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? You remember, remember, you know, friggin' about a year ago where I was talking about, you know, uh me and uh me and one of the old pack members in here that's <coughs> uh, a person that I had a lady that I'd met, we we're talking about starting a, a non profit. Well, I was basically being kicked or I was kicking and, and I was being dragged kicking and screaming into doing this. This isn't something I really wanted to do. You know, I was concentrating on my farm, concentrating on this group and the whole, you know, starting a nonprofit for, you know, mental health and turning it into like a business and doing all these different things. Um, Basically, you know, working in an office, you know, all this different shit. I was I was being dragged, kicking and screaming because this is not this was not something
2: I wanted to do. Hold on. I got a few comments. Hey, Becky, how you doing? Uh, so. That all fell through. That all fell through. Um,
1: it's funny now thinking about it, because I've talked to, to a few people. This past, you know, four or five days, and I have a new perspective on things. I have a new point of view. Uh, I'm beginning to look at things a little
2: different, and how I want to to do some things. Um, basically,
1: I am now beginning to think about starting a new a new
2: uh, nonprofit, but not. In the way that I was going to do it before. Not
1: in a way that somebody else wanted to do things. So uh, I know, you know, a lot of people kind of understood that, you know, I took about a three, four month break during the spring and summertime up into the fall. And I've been doing the whole mental, you know, group uh, look or I've been doing. Sorry, I was reading. um I was reading the comments, but I was uh, getting back and doing the whole mental health group thing. Well. During the summer, I had almost, you know, given up on the whole mental health group, support group thing. Like, it was like, okay, I want to do farming. This is what I'm doing. You know, this little hobby farm homestead, you know, hobby farm homesteading, whatever it is, you know, freaking I'm doing this. I'm concentrating on this because I was stuck inside all winter. And, you know, I wanted to be outside. Wanted to do shit outside. Well, I ended up talking to my, uh, to an old Sergeant of mine that was in the Marine Corps a couple months ago. Uh, we had always, you know, we, we, we've stayed in contact. We, you know, we don't talk a whole hell of a lot, but we stayed in contact. Me and him, you know, used to do, uh, a lot of stuff in the Marine Corps that I can't talk about. It's not classified information. I just, I ain't going to talk about it, but we used to do a lot of, a lot of, um, Helping each other out. We'll put it that way. We'd help each other out, you know, especially when we'd done something wrong or got in trouble or, you know, knew we were about to get an ass ripping. But we always, you know, worked as a team together. You know, I'd take an ass ripping for him and he'd take an ass ripping for me for the shit that I do. Like, you know, it was, it was a good, a good <laughs> team to work out it. But,
2: uh, he's a very knowledgeable guy, very knowledgeable guy. And the sergeant of mine, he's very smart.
1: And a lot of different ways, and especially how to get what he wants, um, by any means necessary. So we were talking and I told him about this whole mental health group thing. I you know, started, plus I was talking to him about, you know, the, the farm and everything. And he was like, well, look like, you know, the farm route is where you need to go. He was like, you know, you know, they have programs and they have, you know, different things that they, you know, uh, uh, that they do to you know with the farm regarding mental health you need to look at it you know have a have a new um perspective on it a new point of view he was like you know you you need to start something with that that's that's where you need to because you can get grants and you can get you know funding and you can get all different kinds of stuff integrating the farm the health thing that you're trying to do because there's a lot of people out there doing it, and that, that that helps a lot of people. And and back then, you know, a few months ago, I was like, no, 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 you know, I, I don't want to do that. I'm I'm basically giving up on the farm thing. Like I'm giving up on the farm thing. I don't want to fucking do this. You know, I, just, I can't do both. I cannot do my mic. Something's going on with my mic. I was told it sounds good on my end, Becky. It sounds good on my end. You may need to refresh the uh, the live. I don't know. You're crackling in and out. You're crackling in and out. Ooh, okay. Now I hear it. Now I hear it. Thank you, Becky, for telling me that. Hold on, real quick. Okay, is that any better? I hope that's better. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm being told it, it, It's better. Thanks, Becky. I appreciate that. See, see why I do so many mic checks. I had somebody. Uh, who was it? Jaybird. Jay bird, You know, was making fun of me the other day when we were doing the live together, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, uh, Rooster does so many damn mic checks. You know, frigging during the thing, and and it was like, yeah, that's that's exactly then the that's exactly why okay i'm so- I'm making sure it's still going good that's exactly why because technology just fucking does not work like it's supposed to you know i've I've not had a plan or I've not had a problem for the last you know couple of weeks out of this mic, and then all of a sudden boom, it happens again, so and I can't hear myself so and you know that's why I actually have i have uh this headset on when' using the mic and I have a Bluetooth in so I could you know switch back and forth and listen to.
2: Make sure the uh uh the live podcast see us doing it again. Not exactly for sure what's going on.
1: Let let me let me try turning this thing off and turn it back on. and uh, now no, I think that'll fuck everything up.
2: Is that any better? Hello. Testing one, two, three. I do that snapping thing. Wait a minute. Hold on. There we go. Okay. I think that might have fixed the problem. Okay. All right. Yeah, I do that snapping thing.
1: Uh, to make sure because if not, it, um, the problems I've been having with the mics a lot, uh, a lot is that it's been picking up sounds throughout the entire house. So. I do that snapping thing right there to make sure, like if I do it over here all the way to the far left. Okay. I love you. Be careful. If I do it over with the far left, I can make sure it's not picking that up. So it's canceling out a lot of noise. Anyways, anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, okay. The, uh, the whole talking to the sergeant thing and blah, blah. blah. So thanks Becky. I really appreciate that. Glad you were on and was able to catch that. But, uh, all right. So to get back into that, to get back into that you know uh you know he was telling me you know, all this, and I'm like, yeah at the time I was like no no i I, I think I think I'm done with farming like you know fucking I, th- I just think I'm done with it I'm i don't I don't think I want to do it any anymore like you know I had some disheartening shit happen I basically wore myself out breaking my body down even more like it's one of those things that in my mindset I'm like okay like look i i'm already broken and everything from the marine corps I got a bad ha- I got i've got bad knees a bad hip bad back you know freaking all this different shit going on with me you know either i do this farming thing and basically you know maybe 10 you know 5 10 15 years down the road i'm gonna break my body down so much that Am I going to be able to do anything when I get older, you know, play with grandkids and go, you know, enjoy life and, you know, go on vacations and do all that different shit. Or I do this mental health thing. And, you know, and, you know, and, and let's be honest, the farming thing is a dying career. Ain't none of my kids interested in this. Ain't none of my kids, you know, fucking, you know, have taken any interest in at all and doing this. So. You know, that's not something, you know, I'll make a little bit of money, but I won't pass, you know, I won't be able to pass it down to, you know, to kids or have anything to pass down, you know, money-wise or anything like that to kids because they have no interest in it. Well, or I can do something with this mental health thing and, you know, I'm 36 years old. I probably got, you know, a good, you know, 20 years left out of me until I talked to a guy yesterday. So I talked to a guy yesterday, um, his name is Tim and he runs something called a, um, equine therapy. It it has to do with equine therapy. Let me, let me, um, look up his, his actual farm name real quick, because I don't, I want to give credit where credit is due. So, oh, didn't realize he sent me another email. Give me one quick second. I wasn't expecting to talk about this part right here. But
2: me, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Let me find it. Let me find it. So,
1: no, no, not a squirrel moment. It's not a squirrel moment. I want to make sure
2: because this guy's farm is
1: it's kind of important with what i'm i'm about to start trying to build sorry
2: babe i love you i don't know what my uh deal is here lately yeah yeah i'm looking i'm looking damn it i where is the fucking email
1: okay all right i ain't gonna be able to find it of course Oh, okay. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Finally. All right. So, it's called Finally Home Farm. Equine Therapies for Veterans. Yeah. Okay. Finally Home Farm. Equine Therapy for Veterans. So, so, that right there in the conversation I had with this guy, he, this dude is a fucking star. An absolute star. Like, he was in the military and then he got out and started being a police officer, I believe. I'm pretty sure he was a, a police officer. I think then at some point he was like a fire chief. Plus he fucking, you know, started this. And then, you know, um, like this dude just has so much. I I he he's he said that, you know, he he he'll do an interview with me and you know, tell about a story and stuff. All around. Fucking awesome guy, cool friend guy. The guy is like I think he said he was 60. He, had, he, he when he started this, he started it eight years ago. He said that actually November 11th Veterans Day was the, uh, um, was the anniversary of him starting his nonprofit. And so it's been eight years for him. So he had been like, I think, 63 years old when he started this. And I was like, damn, the thing that came out of my mouth was like, damn, like, here you are 63 years old and you start, or, you know, here you are, or you were 63 years old when you started this. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm 36 and, you know, I'm getting old Then why start doing some of this stuff? And he was spitting out a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff. And the guy, so talking to this guy, talking to another guy that I know and talking to the sergeant all made me start thinking about something. It was basically why why give up something that I do love doing, which is the farm, because you know, and this goes, this all ties into it. This is why I'm explaining this. It's a different perspective, and you know, perseverance. You know, like we talked about earlier, definition of pers- per- per- perseverance. Is persistence and doing something despite the difficulty or delay in achieving success. So it's given me a new point of view of things because the plan that started formulating my head once again, and I know I've got a lot of plans going on, was that if a guy can take a horse farm and do this, why can't I do the same thing that I love? So, like, you know, Uh, If you guys remember about a week ago, I think maybe two weeks that i would gotten on here and I was just so fucking drained and mentally exhausted from doing like two days in a row, back to back six hour fucking lives, basically. Well, it was like three hours, one day, three hours the next day, plus, um, and that was uh, with, um, you know, the Marines that I was doing it with and doing those. I was just so mentally fucking exhausted. And I was like, you know what? I even tried to get on here and do a live and it like lasted like 10, 20 minutes. And I was like, I'm sorry guys, but you could just hear it in my voice. I was tired. I was drained. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm getting off here. I'm just going to end this one. I'll try to get back on and do one later tonight. And I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to go do something that, you know, friggin', I know don't require a lot of thinking. Because that's what this, you know, this whole, you know, podcasting is. It's just mentally fucking exhausting. So I'm gonna do some physical work. Went out there and started working on the farm. And for the first time in months, and maybe even longer than that, I realized and it finally dawned on me again why I loved doing the farm so much. Why I loved being out there and working with the animals and just working on the farm and everything, period. Like it it, it hit me and it dawned on me. Well, fast forward, you know, and I was like, you know, and I've been talking about giving things up. I've been talking about, you know, just like, look, I, you know, I, I can't do both. Like, this takes me fucking, you know, this mental health podcast and and live and, you know, helping people and, you know, hopefully getting into speaking and all this. This just takes hours and hours and hours out of my day. I, I don't know. See how I'm going to be able to do both. Well, then. After, you know, these last few conversations I've had in the last few days, I'm like, holy fuck, I'm sitting here, you know, because I, I was thinking about, you know, friggin' selling off the animals or even giving the animals back off or, you know, selling, you giving them to somebody else, you know, shutting everything down and being like, okay, this is what I'm going to concentrate on. And my girlfriend was trying her hardest to talk me out of it. She was like, look. I, I know I know you're trying to do this. I know why you're trying to do this. I know you know freaking all this. But when it hits springtime next year, you're going to be miserable and you're going to be pissed off at yourself that you have to start all over once again. That you start all over and because you're going to want to be outside and you love doing this, you're going to want to do this. Like, I, I don't think this is a good idea. And, well, having a new pers- uh, uh, perspective on this, a new point of view. I, talking to these other guys, I come up with a new thing and it was like, well, if I love doing this and I'm talking to all these nonprofits, maybe, maybe I can do what this guy is doing with this farm thing. And maybe I can combine the two with this horse farm thing. I mean, and maybe I can combine the two, the whole mental health thing and my farm. And having people that has, you know, mental health issues, they can come out, help me on the farm, you know, learn, learn some stuff, learn how to grow things, learn how to, you know, frigging, uh, work with animals. We can talk while we're doing this, you know, frigging, it can be a little, you know, like therapy session, uh, the, uh, you know, the, um, the one guy that I, you know, I talked to Ed, uh, not, not our Ed, but a, a different guy with the, uh, the VSO and stuff. You know, he talked to me about the whole peer recovery support thing that you know the government is you know trying to get you know more people into doing, and it was like I could tie all of this together. And the guy that I talked to with the horse farm yesterday told me that exact same thing. He was like, "You can tie this." Th-. I'd went and done that class as how I met this you know this Ed guy, and and I did all this, and that's how I tied the, all this together. Like everything I've done, it's all ties together. So it was like. Yeah. He, and he was like, yeah, I, I think it's a really great idea. I think you 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 need to pursue this and you need to think about this more and do it more that, you know, combining the two. He was like, because then, you know, then I started thinking, I was like, well, I could get these nonprofits that I'm talking you know to. Because that's exactly what he does. You know, he has therapists and doctors and other nonprofits and, uh, you know, other organizations and all this different stuff that he goes and actually speaks to. Cause he's, you know, into speaking and he goes and speaks and tells the story and tells about his farm and d- tells about all this different shit. He goes and talks about all this and how it's helped him and does actual speaking for corporations, businesses, you know, um, gatherings, conferences, all of co- different kinds of stuff. And it was like, holy fuck. It dawned on me. Like I, I can, I can combine all of this. And the one, and I don't have to give up both of them. I don't have to give up something that I really love doing. That's you know a hobby, and you know something that I, I that keeps my mind busy that I love doing. Just for this other thing, I can figure out, and it, it, it can work together. It can work, you know, intermingle itself. Like I said, I, I I can start having you know people come, and they can help me on the farm, and we can talk, we can bullshit, we can you know everything like that. Because the thing I noticed about the farm the most is that it quiets my mind. And I don't think about other shit when I'm out there doing something as mundane as putting up a, a, a pig fence or fixing a fence or feeding the animals or, you know, weed eating or, you know, doing, doing this other stuff. I don't think about a lot of other shit. It's just my body just does it. So there's no room. I have to think of the, you know, I have to think about what I'm doing and doing, you know, right now, like, you know, there is a little bit of thinking, you know, trying to figure out different things, where to put posts and, you know, how to, you know, where to, you know, put the next pasture for the animals, all this different shit. There is a little bit of thinking, but it's just like,
2: after a few minutes of thinking, it's boom, all right, work. And then after that, there's no, there's not a lot of thinking like what this is.
1: And that's, that's, that's the beauty of it. It's like. You get people into doing hands on stuff, working with, with you know, work, getting you know, getting back to nature and, and and working with animals and 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 you know, providing for yourself and providing for your family by growing your own food and 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 doing all this different stuff, you get a sense of pride and a sense of joy and a sense of, you know, um um what what what's the word? uh, uh usefulness. Because, you know, what's the opposite word? Like, freaking, uh, I'm thinking about, you know, people feel worthless. So what's the opposite word? Somebody in the comments tell me. What's the opposite word of worth, worthless? Uh, I can't think right now. <laughs> so, so, that's something I'm going to try and start working on. I don't know where it's going to lead. I don't know where it's going to go. But all this different stuff has intermingled with itself. And I thought it was, like, just mind-boggling fascinating that holy shit like i just basically did one one big-ass fucking 360 in the past six years and that's why i explained all of that with the hiking and everything and the past six years i just did one big-ass fucking 360 but i did it all with a new point of view and a new perspective and I've had so much perseverance going on that, I, that we're going to go back to that definition again. Perseverance, persistence and doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. It's taken me six years to get to this point because now I have a new perspective on it. And now I have a new point of view and I'm, I'm looking at it differently. And it's like, holy fuck. Before when I started this whole farm journey, six years ago. I had this big, extravagant dream that I was like, "Hey, I'd love to you know be able to teach people this kind of stuff. I'd love to be able to teach people bees. I'd love to be able to teach people you know friggin uh, how to run pigs and gardening and farming and you know uh, chickens and ducks and all this kind of different stuff that goes along with this. I'd, l- I'd love to be able to teach this, and I had this extravagant plan that I was like, all right, you know like I'm going to plant fruit trees and I'm going to plant you know friggin uh uh, uh herb gardens and I'm going to do all this different kind of stuff. And then, you know, I'm going to invite people over, and they can see it, and they can pick their own stuff and do all those different things. And But then I got on this mental health journey. And when I got on this mental health journey, I was so focused on this, and I'm so focused on, you know, you know, trying to help people and do all this different
2: stuff that it combines. It combines itself. But now now, now, I'm, now I'm looking at it
1: and having a different point of view because somebody else is doing it. That somebody else, another person, you know, hooked me up with this person and was like, yeah, I guess equine therapy, like the horse therapy, is scientifically proven. Scientifically proven. Like scientists, like legit doctors and therapists, like, you know, fucking legit done a study about how equine therapy can help veterans and other people of working with animals and doing this different kind of stuff, how it can help people with their, with their PTSD and their anxiety and their depression and all this different shit, all these different mental illnesses that people have, it can help them. And it was like, my mind was blown. I was like, holy fuck. Like, wow. Like I, I, I didn't know all of this. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand all of this. I was like, so you're telling me like, I don't, I can combine this. And my and the and the beauty of already, you know, friggin' coming up like you know, okay, so my so my um my my, my farm name, I gave it a you know a name uh few years ago, it was Val- it's Valentine's
2: farm. Valentine's farm. And Valentine Valentine stands for or or, or represents my stepfather. Represents um my uh uh my step up dad
1: because he stepped up when I was two years old and started taking care of me since I since I was two years old so for thirty four years this man has been my father and you know even you know even when I had my biological father and and you know in my life uh, you know growing up I I still I I, I got the um um. I got the pleasure of having two dads, two totally different people that, you know, friggin' gave me different things from their life. And this man stepped up when I was two years old and met my mother, or when he met my mother and had this, you know, two year old little brat like me, he stepped up and became a bonus dad. And the man has never, ever once treated me like I wasn't his own blood. He's always treated me like I was his son. And you know, I say was, he still treats me like that. I mean, he he came over here and helped me, you know, build this deck that you know that I was working on and taught me how to do this like he's always been there for me. Always, you know, fucking makes sure, you know, he knows, you know, fucking or that I know that he is my son. And and, and to honor him, I named my farm after him. And the you know, the slogan was or the motto, you know, was a product you'll fall in love with. I made it work, right? Like, you know, okay, you know, the, the honey and the and, and the eggs and the and the pig and the chickens and stuff, you know. I I I came up with my own little motto was a product you'll fall in love with. And then now I was talking to the uh the equine guy, I sent him the email, and
2: and hold on, let me pull that back up. It better still be there. So this, this was basically what I'm thinking now. Hold on. Let me, let me find my exact warning. Okay. So
1: I told him, I said, I have a small three acre homestead that I would love to have people come out. And talk about their issues and help them fall back in love with themselves by helping themselves grow while helping other things grow. So I'm starting to intermingle it together and basically with this whole Valentine's Farm thing, I want to start basically like, you know, helping you fall back in love with yourself and helping you grow by helping other things grow, by teaching you to grow other things, and that's going to be the Valentine's Farm motto. Maybe you know I I, I still got to work on it, but that's going to be the gist of it. When you come out here, I'm going to help you fall back in love with yourself. I'm going to help you grow while you're growing other things. While you're falling in love with, you know, yourself, you're, you're, you're growing other things and, and, and learning different things. So I have a new whole, like, you know, plan with all this. Like I did not know this was possible. I did not. I never thought about it before. I mean, I've heard of other people do this kind of stuff, but I didn't know I could link it with frigging the whole mental health thing. So it's like, it's like, holy shit. I can combine The two things that I love and the purpose that I have. Because before, if you heard me talk about before, that was like, I I can't do both. I can't do both. I have to give up one for the other because it takes up too much of my fucking time.
2: It really does. But does it really? Or am I just having poor time management? Am I just not
1: focusing on, you know, one thing at a time? Because honestly, you know, freaking this, you know, if I'd done, if i done this whole mental health thing and, and this whole mental podcast, you know, thing, it, you know, freaking takes me a couple hours, two, three hours, an hour to set up, an hour to do. And then about an hour to turn around and, um, turn it into TikToks, uh, and podcasts and stuff. Two, three hours of my day. Well. If I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and say, you know, friggin, I bust this all out and do
2: this uh, for three hours, then that leaves me 11 o'clock, eat lunch,
1: around noon, you know, 11 o'clock to noon, eat lunch, and then what? And then friggin, you know, if I work, you know, till fucking 7 o'clock that night, 6 o'clock, that's six hours on the farm that I can get, get shit done. All about time management. But but my perseverance, again, again, persistence in doing something despite the difficulty or delay in achieving success. And the reason I keep bringing this up is because it, this, this all combining all of this is fucking possible. Nobody can tell me that it's not. Because there's other people out there that work fucking, you know, a full-time job and still have a hobby farm. And still do this shit. You know there's there's plenty of people out here. That still work at doing this. And they find time. There's a guy in Greenville that I know. That he has a full time job. And he has meat chickens. He has pigs. He has cows. He has a garden. He has all this shit. And he does all of this. When he gets off work. Before he goes to work. And when he gets off work. He still has a full time job. If he can fucking t- find time to do the shit. Oh, I, I, I've talked about that before right. You know, you know, use the weekends and your time off, not just for, for, for leisure around and relaxing. You should be using your time off wisely to help you build your future, not building somebody else's future, not building somebody else's shit, not making somebody else's dreams and goals become true by making them rich. You should be working on yourself on your time off and yourself on, on, on the business you want to do. Or goals and dreams that you want to catch. So. It's. It's one of those things that's like holy shit. Like. It's it's possible. It's possible. Now down the line. Who knows because you know. my I still want to speak. I still want to speak. I still want to do that. But if this is like considered some kind of therapy. And just like the dude. You know what the horse farm was talking about
2: he goes and speaks a, a, all the time he goes and speaks and does quite a few things so i could still do that maybe maybe not as 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 a, as a
1: grand scale that i was you know dreaming of before but maybe subtle so. maybe so maybe maybe you know maybe i build this this thing up this non-profit up or or farm or whatever the fuck it's going to be. Maybe I build this up and I have people working for me. And that while I'm out there speaking. While I'm out there doing different shit. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know. Maybe the whole speaking thing will, will kick off from this. And. I develop something else with it. But you never know if you don't try, right? You never know if you don't fucking. Adapt and overcome, Evo- evaluate and evolve, doing all these different things. Like something's bound to work. Something is going to finally click. So I also want to get, okay, that's enough about me today, but I also want to get into something that a, uh, that a PAC member was dealing with over this past weekend, uh, in the last few days too. So probably about the past week. So good old moderator, Becky, she pays such good attention to this, to this group that, um, so I don't have to, that's one of the things I really appreciate about her is that I don't have to constantly be on here because I've, you know, try not to be on social media as, as, you know, as less as possible. Um, but you know, I had come to her and I was like, you know, before, and I was like, Hey, Since I can't get you to get the fuck off social media and I can't get you to stop fucking, you know, uh, mindlessly scrolling and shit. uh, This was, you know, a couple years ago or a year ago or whenever, you know, me and her had this conversation. I was like, hey, since I can't get you to get the fuck off social media and leave it the fuck alone and you're, you're always on it, would you would you do me a favor of moderating the group and pay the fuck attention for me? Would you be able to sit here and you know monitor the group and be like, hey, this person just posted this, or th- I'm worried about this person, or this post person ain't posting? That way, I could freaking you know do my own thing and be out there, and I have somebody watching it. Then and, and then and then she could message me and say, hey, this is what's going on right now. I think this needs your attention because I can't be on there twenty four seven, right? And I got, you know, not just her, you know, there's a few people that were doing it, you know, but Becky does it the most for me. Um, and she reached out to me yesterday. And, you know, it was about a whole different subject. But, you know, she was like, hey, I do want to bring up your, to your attention too. Um, have you heard from this one PAC member here lately? And I was like, no, nah, you know, I, I haven't spoken to her. Like, you know, what's going on? And she's like, you know, well, basically, you know, this PAC member posts a lot, not only in the group, but on her personal page too she posts a lot um and for the last few days she has not been posting at all kind of worried about her i was like okay well you know send her a message check up on her so i ended up sending her a message too making sure and checking in with her make sure everything was all right and uh she ended up messaging me this pack member ended up messaging me back and was like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I've just been in a bad mindset lately. I, you know, kind of fucked up myself. Like I, 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 I have some things I needed to, you know, to handle. And I'm like, okay. I was like, I understand that. I was like, if you need to talk, reach out, you know, you, and if you're not comfortable talking to me, you can talk to Becky. Uh, if not, you know, there's, there's, you know, a few other people. So she ended up calling me. Uh, she ended up calling me. And we had a conversation. And basically, what was going on, speak of the devil, she just, you know, showed up. I'm not going to say her name, so, you know, to keep it private. But speak of of the devil, she just showed up, just as I was about to talk about her. But
2: she was going through some shit. And the things that she was going through was, you
1: know, basically had stuff to go, you know, going on with uh with the father of her children plus one of her children, and she's been through a lot here lately. well, something you may not know about this person is that she is a recovering addict, and I believe I'm saying that right you know she's a recovering addict. she has been a recovering addict for five years five years and i I believe that For five years of being sober, that definitely, definitely um, deserves a good old wolf pack howl. Very proud of this person for being five years sober. And even more proud of her for the thing that almost happened. I believe she said Friday. So a few days ago almost happened. She has some very stressful things going on in her life. Some things that just was a little hard to handle. And with everything going on she almost uh I don't know how to word it. She almost um she almost started using again. Now now um for the PAC members that do know this person, uh, she had posted like a week or two ago, I think a few weeks ago, and was asking advice. Was asking advice, basically, you know, saying, hey, I've been sober for five years, but this person that I know or used to
2: know that I used to use with, so used to use drugs with. They are now
1: popped back into my life. And back then I tried to, you know, help this person get sober while I was getting sober and offered them a way out and all this different stuff. The person, you know, chose to you know, keep using. Well, five years later, they're now back, you know, come back into my life saying that, you know, that they're uh, uh, that they're get, just got a rehab. They're getting sober and this and that, you know, and. This pack member was asking for advice, is like basically like what do I do? I have this funny feeling that something's going on, and it's just a gut feeling that something's wrong. And you know, this person's reaching out again. I want to help them. The blah blah. Very, very, very big thank you to all of the pack members that helped and gave advice to this other pack members that was asking. And a lot of it was the same. It was a lot of them you know a lot of them were telling this pack member to to be careful, listen to their gut um not let not let this person drag them down and go back to you know using or anything like that so and uh and this particular pack member has listened to me for so long and listened to the lives I've been part of the you know the uh the pack for so long that you know. They're like, oh, you know, I already know what, you know, Rooster's going to say. I already know, you know, his voice is in the back of my head, you know, telling me, you know, not to be a dumb bitch and telling me, you know, this shit's fucked up and, you know, not to be stupid. Well, I got on there and I was just like, you know, I kind of gave, you know, a little bit. I was like, I was just basically I told this person to be careful, to watch out, look for signs. If they can help, they can help. But don't let this drag them back down. Don't let them, you know, destroy all the progress they've made. And so the one thing I didn't say is I didn't tell this PAC member strictly and out front not to do this and to leave this person alone. I didn't tell them what, you know, basically to, to, to stop doing this. I wasn't trying to be a controlling person, and I did it for a reason. I did it for a reason because I could have sat here and said, look, don't fucking do this. Don't go down this path. Don't try to help this person. I don't think you're ready to help this person. I don't think this person has the best intentions for you. I don't think this person, you know, is even telling you the truth. You know, this person is sitting here saying that they just got out of rehab. I don't think they're that far into recovery where you can help them. I don't think they're even fucking serious. I, uh, you know, I think you should, you know, run. Look at all the red flags. It's not a fucking circus. It's not a carnival. You need to fucking run as far as the way you can fucking get. Don't fucking do this. I didn't say none of that. Because one, you know, of one, I didn't want this person feeling like, you know, like she was doing something wrong. I didn't want this person feeling like they couldn't or wasn't capable of of not being able to help somebody that was in the same situation, because that's what we're all trying to do here. We're all trying to help, you know, other people that, you know, been in the same situations we have been. That's that's what this whole fucking group is about is, you know, n- learning that you're not alone and that you're stronger than you think. And also. I knew. If I would have come back and said everything that I just told this person not to do, if I would have told this person not to do it, there was one or two things that could have happened. This PAC member could have said, oh, you know, fuck you, you know, Chris, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm going to still do it. I'm stronger than I, than you think I can just do this and I'm going to do this. And that would have, you know, turned them into, you know, maybe trying to prove me wrong and going full force into it,
2: no matter what the fuck happened. Or two, I don't say none of that. Give them a little bit of, you know,
1: encouragement, give them a little bit of advice and let them do their own thing. So, so two, they could learn their own lesson. Because I could have been that voice. And I think this person would have. Would have listened to me if I would have, you know, absolutely put my foot down and been like, you know, gave him the cold, hard truth, don't fucking do this. I think this person would have listened to me. I think this person
2: may have actually dropped that person, or that other person. Maybe, maybe. Only she could answer that. But I think this, you know, person would have really listened to me if I would have done that.
1: But I didn't do it. Second reason and the reasoning why, and she just commented and said, yes, she would have. She would have listened. And I told her this yesterday when I spoke to her. The reasoning why I did not say for you not to do this and that I had a bad feeling and to do all this is because I needed you to learn this lesson. I needed you to experience this. Because if you didn't experience this and you didn't le- learn this lesson and you didn't follow your own path, then you would never have – you would never been able to learn what you needed to learn to come out of this.
2: So, so, go on with the story. Friday night came and she
1: was having such a hard time dealing with all the stress going on with her life. She told me that she literally – had a pill sitting in her hand sitting on her bed and was going to take it she was falling back down that path of using again that her mind kept sitting there telling her that she was so that that, that basically this would be okay that this little this little pill this little you know drug would make everything okay again her mind was trying to tell her this and thank god thank god or whatever the fuck you believe in, because you know I don't push your know, uh, beliefs on everybody, and I don't just believe in a one one thing. I believe in a lot of different things, but thank God, thank the universe, thank Allah, thank Buddha, thank the you know fucking nature, thank you know fucking whatever you believe
2: in. But thank God that her, I believe, eight-year-old son walked in to her bedroom at that
1: very moment she was about to talk herself into taking that pill. Because if you wouldn't have, then she may have taken that pill. And then all that
2: sobriety, all that hard work, all that shit, everything she had worked for would have fucked up everything. And when her son walked in, she she was like, what the fuck am I doing? What in the
1: holy fuck am I doing? That I just about fucked up everything. By going back down this path. And, and dragging myself down this path. That I that I used to be in. So. We're talking about this. And. The thing she kept coming up with. She kept coming up with. So I'm going to go back to. I'm going to go back to the word. We, we were talking about before. Perspective. A particular attitude towards. Or a way of regarding something, a point of view. So so her perspective was, and this is you know goes in a my, my, or the going into changing your mindset, rewiring
2: your brain. not letting a speed bump turn into a stop sign. not you know turning your negatives
1: into positives. Her mindset was, while we're talking on the phone, she was like, I'm just so disappointed in myself. I'm just so, you know, upset with myself that, you know, I've been sober for five years. Why is this still in my brain? Why is this still, you know, something that I wanted to turn to? I about fucked up everything, and I'm just so disappointed and upset with myself that, that you know, that I almost used again. This shouldn't even still be an issue. It's been five years that I've fought and battled with this. And I said her name. And I'm not going to say her name now, you know, fucking for the podcast listeners, all this, you know, friggin', I'm I'm not I'm not going to give her name out like that uh, confidentiality. Um, But I said her name and I'm like, look, you're looking at this all wrong. Your perspective on this is all wrong. Your point of view on this is all wrong. I was like, regardless of the excuse. And she went to say, she was like, I know, I know, there's no excuse for this. I said, no, no, no. Listen, regardless of the excuse that you're using right now, that regardless that it was your son that walked in on you at that very moment, regardless of that excuse, you didn't use. Why in the fuck are you sitting here beating yourself up for something that you didn't even do? You didn't do it. You didn't use. You were able to stop yourself because God knows, you know, fucking, and she knows that five years ago, even if her son would have walked in that room. Two minutes later, she just still freaking took that pill. Even, it may have been even a year later, two years later, she may not have been strong enough to fight that urge and to fight that feeling and to fight that addiction problem that she, even if her son would have walked in that room few moments later you know it could have been a year later and maybe it would have been a day later two years it would have been
2: three or four days later that she still would have used but miraculously she didn't so why are you beating yourself the fuck up about something that you didn't even do
1: Something that you you was able to have enough control out of yourself, regardless of the excuse, regardless of, you know, fucking this happening, you still haven't used. It's been four or five days later, and you still haven't done it. So why the fuck are you beating yourself up? You need to look at yourself. You need to change your mindset and rewire your brain and, and have a new perspective on this and look at this. And say, I am now strong enough that I actually did not do this. I am now strong enough that I kicked its fucking ass. And I could control myself. And, and because of the excuse that I had, that my fucking own son walked right into my room. That I was able to stop myself and I'm still stopping myself. Why are you not looking at it that way? That all the progress that you have made in five fucking years... Just friggin', you know, showed you of how strong you are, that you are stronger than what the fuck you think you are, that you are stronger than what you were five years ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, that you were able to stop yourself and not do this. Don't beat yourself up about this. Congratulate yourself. You need to go in the mirror and fucking high-five yourself and tell you, tell yourself what kind of badass you are. Tell yourself that you know all the progress and all the triumph and everything that you've you know been able to overcome. You need to remember that you used to be in a spot that where fucking you wouldn't have even hesitated or second guessed about taking that pill, whether your fucking son walked in or not. But now, five years later. You're sitting here fucking, you know, mad and upset about yourself for what? For what? You didn't do it. Yes, you had the temptation. Yes, you had the urge. Yes, you had all this shit going, but you didn't do it. You should be proud of yourself in this moment. You should be fucking ecstatic. You should be fucking excited. You should be fucking, you know, whooping and jumping and hollering for fucking joy. It's you were able, were You were able to, uh, you were able to overcome this moment, because that's what the fuck you were working so hard for. You weren't working so hard to uh, to to get sober and to stay sober. You were working to the point to where you would have that moment, that very moment right there. And there's going to be many more moments. I've, I've heard, you know, from, from recovering addicts that, you know, 20, 30 years later and they slip up and have another drink or they use another drug. 20, 30 years fucking being sober and they fucking have a weak moment and boom, they have to start all over. I've sat in um, alcohol anonymous groups with, with a friend of mine. That was an alcoholic that I was trying to help at the time. I would go to the to the meetings with them so they didn't have to be alone and I would sit there and I would listen to these members say i I was sober for fifteen years for twenty years for thirty years, and i just i had a bad moment I had a bad day. it fucked me up that bad that i just i just couldn't do it and 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 I had a weak moment and I took a drink. Thought I could be able to control it. I thought after you know fifteen, twenty, thirty fucking years, I'd be able to control this. That I could just take a take a drink, or I could you know take a shot, or or whatever. And it was no. This thing still had a fucking hold of me that I I didn't understand. And they had to start all over. And they and you know I, I heard a few of them say you know I I went on a drinking binge for for you know two or three months. And I was able to snap my way back out of it and and and, and you know uh, a recovering addict is always you know is always recovering
2: every day they they have a motto in there that I love that it's one day at a time it's one day at a time
1: when you don't think you can't you know fucking you know you can't see the big picture, you can't see you know being five, ten, twenty years fucking sober, they have that motto you take you take it one day at a time. One day at a time. Excuse me while I go over here to YouTube, and, and oh no 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 don't no 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 do not do that do not do that. So I need to go over here to YouTube really
2: quick and ban this uh this spammer that I got that's in the in the live right now posting posting some dumb shit some fucking sexy videos where where is it wow top chat live chat there we go there it is there you are thank you i i
1: i i appreciate you coming over here and spamming spamming my
2: shit because that makes me makes lets me know that i'm doing good shit You hush. You hush. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Uh, there we go. There's that. Okay. Thank you. Now get them the fuck out of here. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay.
1: All right. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I almost exited out of the fucking the live and, and try to go through YouTube. That I had to open up another frigging thing. But anyways, anyways. Sorry for that interruption. Uh, I say I'm honored because, like, that's you know, that's a step up. You know, freaking I got spammers coming into my YouTube channel trying to fucking spam while I'm going live. That's that's a fucking step up. That means I'm catching people's attention, and and they're out there trying to fucking you know spam. So you know, it's all it, it's awesome, but it's not. It's awesome, but it's not right. It's all about your perspective, how you look at things. So, anyways, anyways, you know, they talk about one day at a time. And you can use this for mental, for mental health, too. One day at a time. And, you know, because the bigger picture is, is harder to look at. You know, even with catching your goals and your dreams, we've talked about this before. Take life one day at a time. What can you do today? What can do you do right now to help you get to where you want to be at? You know, I know there's a group member, and I'm not picking on this group member. I want her to understand this before I go into talking about this. I'm not picking on this group member, but she's overweight. And, you know, the doctors have literally told her, if you do not fix this weight issue in a couple years, you're more likely going to die. Two years is a long time. Two years, you know, five years, ten years is a long fucking time, right, to think about. Don't and 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 I'm talking about the other pack member, too, you know, and I'm talking about people in general with mental health, you know, obesity, freaking, you know, drug and alcohol problems, you know, fucking all of this shit. This motto from Alcoholics Anonymous can be used for all of it. If you just take things one day at a time. Don't worry about the fucking future. Stop, you know, stop dwelling on the past. The mistakes you made from the past work on today. What can you do today that's going to help you lose weight? What can you do today that helps keep you sober? What can you do today to get your mindset right and to change your mindset? What can you do today? One day at a time. And then I heard this I heard this, you know, to go further in this. I heard One of these people talk at these, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous program,
2: and I heard them talk and say, if you can't do one day, then do one hour. If you can't do one hour, then do one minute.
1: And if you can't do one minute, then do one second. That's how you get to where you need to be. One second at a time, one minute at a time. One hour at a time, one day at a time, and then that day becomes one week at a time. And that week becomes one month, and that one month becomes 12 months, becomes a year, and then two years, and then five years, and then 10 years. You get where I'm going. Take it one day at a time. And if you can't do one day and you're in that very moment, take it in that hour at a time, a minute at a time. Understand.
2: Though that it's all about your perspective. The way this pack member was looking at it is
1: was big picture. Was basically, oh I you know, freaking out. I I almost messed up. As I kept telling her. Yeah, you about fucked up, but you did it. So what are you mad at yourself about? You had the urge and you fought it. You won. You won that battle. What the fuck are you so upset about? You should be, you should be congratulating yourself and telling yourself how fucking awesome you did. How much of a badass you fucking are. You should be standing there in the mirror and saying, holy fucking shit. Because if it would have been a year, you know, uh my, my my year in or or a month in, I would have never been, been able to beat this. You know, looking at it, you know, it's the same thing too, you know, of the other pack member we were talking about of losing weight one pound at a time. That's all you got to think about one pound at a time, one pound at a time and how to keep that pound
2: off every day. Thinking about that. So, you know, to wrap up, because we're going an hour and 22 minutes to wrap up. Uh,
1: and, and the pack member that's that we've been talking about is, uh, she gave herself a high five in the mirror this morning. Good. See, and she's listening because I told her to do that yesterday. The, the Mel Robbins t- technique, you know, the, uh, um, uh, uh, the high five habit doing that and, you know, high five in yourself in the mirror, not, not fucking, you know, hard as fuck. Just, just a small little tap. Go back and listen to that episode where I did, you know, with Mel Robbins. Um, or go look at, go look her up on YouTube. It's a short, like, five-minute video that you can listen to. She explains to us the science behind it all. Everything. And then, you know, and then there's an even longer video that talks about, you know, for an hour and a half that she does an interview with. It's, it's, it's a very fucking good habit to learn. But high-fiving yourself in the mirror and congratulating you because how many times do you do that? That little battle right there that she had, that fucking, you know, she didn't lose the
2: fucking war. She won that battle. The war is continuous. The war will never end. But you can win the battles
1: going over and over and over again. So, so this person actually says, let me know what's weird. I haven't had narcotics in my house, and I found that pill in my fucking room. I think it was a test, really.
2: Yeah, it, it 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 probably was. It probably was. You who knows. But
1: to 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 start wrapping up, you guys, changing your mindset and rewiring your brain to find the positives and the negatives from you know redirecting your path from going on. Not beating yourself up from the mistakes that you may that you made or may have was going to make but didn't make. The very fucking point in all this is you know and, and it ties back into you know the perspective of, of the whole farm and mental health thing and everything like that. It's your perspective, it's your point of view. Look
2: at things differently, look at things in a new way. That you normally wouldn't look at it, and watch where life takes you. Then, and be grateful. Be grateful that you had the uh, the power and the strength, and the commitment and the courage to to not take that go back down that path. From all the work you've done, you know
1: all the knowledge that I've got now. I'm kind of understanding more and more. Where my life and where my purpose is supposed to be at. Because of all of this work I've done over the last six years. Starting from the Hocking Hill trip. There's a whole other story about that we ain't going to go into. But starting at the stressful fucking, you know, great good trip six years ago. To how my life has changed and going
2: back to that one spot. Going back to that place. And learning all the mistakes I've made,
1: remembering all the things that I've done right, remembering changing my life, period, to where when I walk back into the same exact place, the same place, that I was a different man than I was before. That had a different mindset, a totally different person,
2: that I had done a complete 180, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. So
1: I'm going to get off here now. I hope you all have an amazing day. Start today. One day at a time. Make the rest of your life the best of your life. And always remember two things. You're stronger than what you think. And you're not alone. Peace.
0: Instead of running these streets From sun up to sun down I gotta change my mindset It ain't no wonder why Now that it wasn't my time yet And why we gotta learn the hard way Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to And I'ma do whatever it takes To keep the devil on my back To get to where I'm going Push comes to shove You can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up ha! What did you do? What did you do? This, is what I did. this is what I did Yeah, I followed through with the plans Washing my hands I'm through with chasing these bands Found hope, put down dope Becoming a man She was destined for greatness and why we gotta learn the hard way doing things that we know we ain't supposed to and i'm gonna do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where i'm going to i can never get enough of that tough love when push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'm going to get back up. Never get enough of that tough love. When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'm going to get back up. Ha. You see, change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all.